We all have items to check on the bucket list as we get into retirement. Today, we turn the tables and share the retiree's unbucket list. We've got a list of things you probably want to avoid in retirement. Welcome in to Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarker. Around 10,000 baby boomers retire every day, and that number is going to grow even greater this year. Today, we're going to break down a list of things you may want to avoid. We're going to call it the unbucket list. Hey there, I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Ben and Matt are with us, and of course, they're with Soundpath Retirement Strategies. Thank you for joining us on Cairo 97.3 News Radio. Hey guys, how you doing today? Doing great, Gary. How are you? How's it going? We're uh, doing good. So let's dive into this. The unbucket list. I guess one of the first things we should talk about is working longer than necessary. Yeah, I wanted to start with this one uh, because it's the one that I th- I find the most tragic as we talk about these things that you want to avoid throughout retirement. And the working longer, it doesn't mean that you work less. It doesn't mean that that you retire too soon. It means that you work up to the point where you can achieve your financial goals, where you can achieve the retirement that you want to have. Now, a lot of times I find clients will come in, they don't know what that looks like. They don't know what retirement's going to be. They don't know what their assets are going to be able to support. They don't know what they're going to spend in retirement. So there are some connective tissue points that need to get into the fact before you start looking at at when to retire or how to retire. But working longer than necessary, the most precious commodity that we have, especially as we get older, is our health. Yeah. Once our health goes away, there's nothing else that matters. And so if you absolutely love your job, if you get up every morning and you say, I am so excited to go to Boeing or Microsoft or wherever it is, then great keep doing it. That's perfectly fine. But if you are working for financial reasons Mm -hmm. and you're not sure if you have the financial means to retire, well, start creating that plan. Figure out when you can retire. Get that light at the end of the tunnel in in place so that you're not going to work past your prime. Work to the point where you're not going to want to do the things you want to do. Yeah. I I, I do know some people, and you kind of touched on this, some people who actually love their jobs, right? I know a couple people, one is single, and really just, uh, gosh, their livelihood is their coworkers. Mm-hmm. Their yeah. coworkers become their friends, right? Sure. So on, on the other side of that, I mean, there are some reasons to work uh, for, you know, psychologists talk about something that a lot of people don't think about when you retire. You can deal with loneliness. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's something that you have to cope with and something to think about. So, yeah, if 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 your job is the thing that makes you happy and your friends are there and they feel like family to you, fine. But if that's not the case, then, yeah, jump into retirement. It just realize that you might deal with some loneliness you never thought about. You might say, well, I mean, I'm not single. I'm married. I got someone at home. Yeah, but you've also had a group of friends, maybe coworkers that you've been right. with for the last 10, 20 years, maybe longer, right? So even if you have a great support system at home, um, r- realize that you want to dive into those friendships that you have cultivated uh, in your retirement because you might deal with some loneliness that you didn't think you were going to deal with. Well, compounding on that, a lot of times people view that their world shrinks at retirement. Yeah. And and world does shrink as you get older. I mean, there gets to be a point in time where you don't travel more than a couple miles outside your house. And that's, you know, as you get to your no-go years. Yeah. But retirement doesn't have to be the shrink it, shrinking time of, of your world. Now, you foster new groups. You foster new hobbies, new work. Uh, I have a client who came in, and that was the biggest thing. They were, they were single, so they didn't have that spouse support system, but worried about, well, what am I going to do? My, my worth, my 
your identity, everything I am has yeah. been tied up into work. Mm -hmm. If ever things got rough at home, I just throw myself into work and now I don't have work. Mm -hmm. So what, what do I do? do. So there's a loneliness element here potentially, but also a uh, ways to feel fulfilled in retirement. Yeah. That has to be a consideration as well. And so what I always tell clients as they come to talk to me, again, Matt and I, we only talk to retirees. So this is a very realistic conversation yeah. that we have. Just about everybody has some level of concern as they walk into retirement. And so what I usually say is when you were starting your working years, and you had your career and you just got out of school or trade school or job experience, whatever it is, you didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> Nobody did. Nobody knows what they're doing the first couple of years that they're in that job. But after the first couple of years, you start to go, okay, I got this. I know what I'm doing. I know what this is going to look like. Retirement is the same thing in reverse. A lot of times clients retire and they go, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I should be doing with my time. I, I mm -hmm. feel guilty that yeah. I'm not up doing something. Yeah. And, and it takes some time to get used to, oh, no, this is the norm. But once you get used to that, a lot of times it is clients will come to me and go, I have no idea why I didn't do this sooner. <laughs> it's so much better to actually wake up and do what I want to do. And it's not doing nothing. It's doing what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. Being what's fulfilling you. Yeah. You talk about knowing, you know, what you what you know when you get started, you don't know. I faked my radio career for 40 years, so, you know, somehow I figured it out as I went <laughs> along. But, you know, but, but in all seriousness, guys, it's really interesting and I, I I this can sound sexist, but I think guys, we define ourselves a little bit more of of what we do and and as a, you know, who you get a conversation with somebody you just met and what's the first thing you say, "Hey, what do you do for a living?" You know, that that, oh, yeah. that kind of uh, defines us. But uh, before we continue, I just want to remind everybody, the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with us each week at this time, Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. They are with Sound Path Retirement Strategies. Both are fiduciaries, very important distinction. When you're looking for a financial advisor, I want to give you the phone number, get on their calendar, get yourself all set up with that comprehensive plan, no cost or no obligation. Here's that number, 877-249-6900. Do it now while you're thinking about it. 877-249-6900. Thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. We're talking about all those baby boomers, 10,000 of them retiring every single day. And we're talking about what we call the unbucket list. And we've gone through some uh, a few of these already. We've got some more to go through. Uh, how about uh, building a fulfilling retirement? We talked about that a little bit as, as well. Yeah, no, I, I think this is key. Um, the, the last time we, you know, we found ourselves not working and not ever thinking about work. We were probably in third grade, right? I mean, from a little kid, you're asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. So it really is this interesting arc of, of life where um, when you retire, you go, man, the last time I felt like this, I was literally a child. Right. Otherwise, my whole life, I might have a weekend off or a break between jobs, but I'm always going back. So the key is here is to is to create a fulfilling retirement, like like focus on things that make you happy, get involved in your church, volunteer, you know, rekindle old relationships that you haven't had time to. Um, and this this really, especially in your go-go years that we talk about, right? Don't don't neglect those years when health is good. I, I really tell people, let's make a plan. And, and and I hope, unless unless you find travel exhausting to think about. Sure. And if you do, fine. And it will be there eventually. Yeah. At some point, everyone will be exhausted <laughs> of travel. But but otherwise, let, let's really hit your retirement, hit the ground running, right? Well, here's the, the other, this is one of the biggest unbucket list items that I have. And it is 
don't let fear dictate mm. your retirement side. So a lot of times clients will retire with this just in case mentality that, okay, I'll retire and I'll have this, but just in case I'm going to go and be a Lyft driver or I'm going to go and do X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And if, if you, again, you love doing that, great. There's nothing wrong with being a Lyft driver, but it shouldn't be a just in case side. You should only do it if you really want to do it. And what this really comes down to is a plan. You don't want to you, you don't want to structure overspend or underspend. And when it comes to a just in case mentality, it's typically underspending. I had a client come to me the other week, is actually about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, and they have uh, a good amount of assets. They've built up a good amount of asset base and retired a couple of years ago. And they came to me and say, "Hey, can can I still retire? Is everything going to be fine in retirement?" Well, in the last couple of years, they've grown their asset base while retired. And so I'm going, well, what are you spending? And they tell me the amount of money that they need to spend every year. And they have no kids. They do not want to give any money to anybody. They want to use it all, which absolutely please use your money. If you don't, somebody else is going to. Mm -hmm. And I said, you guys are underspending by about a you know, third. You could have significantly more income as you go through retirement. Oh, well, we're, we're worried about market decreases. Go, that's perfectly fine, but you can structure a plan where you have structured income and you know that it's not going to go down in time horizons on your stock accounts. Because if you continue the path that you're currently on, you are going to leave millions and millions of dollars to nobody. And that's not your goal. Now, if your goal is to leave tons of money to kids, great, but also create a plan around it. What's that money going to look like? How do you want it sent to them? Do you care about the taxation? So even if there is a beneficiary in line here, don't have a just-in-case mentality view what their inheritance is going to be. Actually create a plan that's conservative, but that's also going to create the flexibility for you to draw more income so you can actually have the retirement that you deserve and that you've built up. And again, that's what Matt and I focus on. On all of these radio shows, if you've been listening, you hear it all the time. We always leave a handful of spots open for clients to call in and to get a completely complimentary review of where you're at. So if you have a just-in-case mentality in retirement, you're letting fear dictate that, or if you're not sure what the income is going to look like or how retirement is going to work for you, shoot us a call. We'll get you on the calendar for a completely complimentary review, either in person or remote, whichever one makes sense for you. And we'll be able to sit down and say, okay, well, what are you trying to do? How close are you to getting to that goal? What are the fees that you're paying? Fees typically are the hidden Trojan horse that can really derail a retirement plan. And is there something that you can do or improve on? Matt and I are hourly rate advisors. We only charge for the amount of work that we end up doing. We don't charge a percent management fee. Now, when you shoot us a call, you're going to get sent to voicemail. I don't have the back office working on the weekend. So leave us a message and we'll have somebody shoot you a call first thing Monday morning. But this is an important first step to make sure that your retirement, you're not leaving too much on the table. All right. No, hey, great advice, Ben. And here's that number, 877-249-6900. Your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement plan. Call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this weekend. Uh, like we said a little bit earlier, uh, no cost or no obligation for the consultation. What are you waiting for? You deserve a more confident plan to retire. You want to be stress-free, want peace of mind as you move into retirement. All starts by picking up the phone and punching those numbers in. 877-249-6900. We uh, made it almost through the end of January and you haven't acted yet. I know you listen to the show every week. We certainly appreciate that. But pick up the phone. Do it right now. 877-249-6900. We'll take a short break. Be back with more of Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben and Matt. In just a moment, what's up next, guys? We all know marriage is a partnership, and that's never more important than when you get close to retirement. We've got some tips just ahead on today's show.
Welcome back to the show. This is Soundpath for Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Back with us to help you take charge of your money, Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. And they're with Soundpath Retirement Strategies. Thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. It's great to be with you. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They are both fiduciaries. Very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor because they have to have the best interests of their clients. They have to do that by law. And again, thank you for joining us. 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Get back to the second. Uh, actually, let's start the second segment of our show. Now, it doesn't matter if you're newlyweds or approaching your golden anniversary. Working together toward retirement is crucial. Now, we got some strategies that can help you get there. Here's a hint. We talk about this all the time. It starts with a plan. I'll start with the first one. You guys can roll through these. Making a team effort. What do we mean? Yeah, a team effort. You know, I, I always say ultimately each spouse is or each partner is ultimately responsible for his or her own retirement. Um, but it, it, it just makes sense to save together. So by making retirement savings a team effort, both people can be positioned better for retirement. And, uh, you know, earning, uh, some people say, well, is this different if it's a, you know, single income household or, or dual income household? No, saving still a team effort. Yeah. And, um, cause, cause I look at it this way. I, I have a lot of people to sit down and, and some of them have, you know, their, their lives worked out in such a way that, that they're a single income household. They have been their whole life. Maybe one of them, you know, is a stay at home, you know, parent, as, you know, per, mainly we see stay at home moms and, and you look and say, yeah, but that even a single income household, that's still a team effort, right? Mm-hmm. Well, savings the same way money comes in, but how you choose to save matters because you're, you're saving for two people. You're saving for a couple, but often, you know, we're not born on the same day. And we often don't die on the same day. So so it's very important to be on the same same plan in that sense. Right. I mean, the thing about marriage for those I know listening probably have much longer tenure than than I do. I'm approaching my 16th year of marriage uh, All right. this year. Congratulations. We have four kids and a dog, right? And and we still... Four kids and a dog. You've, you've done it, man. He's, he's, <laughs> he's living the American, it's the American yeah. dream. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, all the boy, all of the kids are boys, and the oh, dog boy. is a boy too. So oh, my boy. wife is severely outnumbered. Oh, poor thing. Uh, yeah, the thing about a marriage for anybody who's been married for a long time knows is that it's it's about having unified visions, unified goals, is going on the same path, making sure that you're working together on it. So it is absolutely a team effort when it comes to how you save and what that looks like. But you also need to align what your retirement goal is going to look like with your spouse. Now, it is very common to have something different in terms of what your goals are for retirement. So I have clients come in that say, well, I want to go traveling everywhere and they want to spend all the money on the kids and grandkids. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not necessarily a fundamental difference, but just like everything else in marriage, it comes down to a compromise. What does this look like and how do we end up getting what both of us really want and what income do we need to structure for that to work? So even though in a lot of marriages, I find it is common to have one person be the financial person and the other person doing something else, right? You you divide and conquer. But the actual amount or what you're going to do in retirement needs to be a team effort. Mm-hmm. You both want to be able to be fulfilled in what your retirement looks like. And there shouldn't be a fear of what am I going to do with them all the way, all around each other, you know, that you're separate for so many years where maybe you both working or maybe just one's working and one's taking care of the kids. Uh, but you're going to be a lot closer together for a lot longer as mm-hmm. retirement comes in. So also, what does that goal look like? You don't always have to be breathing down each other's necks. You could also have separate <laughs> hobbies, but you need to make sure you know what this all looks like. So align these retirement goals for 
ultimately what you both want to achieve. Yeah, I shouldn't joke yeah, about this, but I, you know, but I heard that you know some older couples who all of a sudden retire, they wind up divorcing because they can't stand to be with that person next to forty COVID. hours a week. Twenty twenty. How many people got divorced in twenty twenty? Because they're like, oh, I, I don't like you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I noticed too many things during uh, too many things, the, right? The, the, those, lock, the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah those, that's, those that's, annoying habits, you know. Now twenty four seven. Yeah, been uh, this can't way? T- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Were your eyes always that color? <laughs> oh no, I I found uh, from people I know and just w- looking at the country. Yes. Two two things that came through during that time. So many breakups. Yep. yep. And so many animals were adopted. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. I, I, no, seriously, like <laughs> yeah. here in the Seattle area, there was news where they were showing all all the shelters with all their doors open. They were out of animals. Oh, and my god! it was gosh. this wonderful thing. Yeah, that's I'm thinking, wonderful. yeah, because people are trading in their significant other for a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they now have the time. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, okay, I can get along with you. Right. But, you know, in all seriousness, you, you ever find that, that first meeting that couples haven't really talked about this and they're like, you know, 180 degrees out? I mean, that oh. is surprising. Am I right? Well, a lot of times they don't talk about it after leaving my office. So I'll talk with them after they come back. Say, okay, so what have you guys talked about from our last meeting? Nothing. We don't talk about it until we're in this office. <laughs> oh, like, okay. okay. So me... marriage counselor <laughs> yeah. hat, let's put that yeah, one that's back exactly on. That's exactly it. Our, our job becomes marriage counseling <laughs> yeah, exactly. a lot. Yeah. So yeah. let me remind everybody, the show is Sound Path to Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leiberger. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. I want to give you that phone number so you get some marriage advice. No, <laughs> no, great financial, <laughs> great financial advice from Ben and Matt and the team at Soundpath Retirement Strategies, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Do it now. Leave your name and number, somebody to get back to you first thing on Monday morning. Thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. All right, we talked about making a team effort, align your retirement goals, plan for the younger spouse if there's an age gap. That's an interesting uh, idea to talk about, huh? Yeah, it's an interesting idea. It it hits home with me. Uh, for for those uh, who know me, uh, you know Sarah is fifteen years my younger, and uh, yes, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, nice job. But when you're pla- <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, when you're planning for retirement, it, it is important to take into consideration the younger person's age. Um, for Ben and I, we always plan our our retirement distribution strategies we every, every one of our plans is planned out till age 100 for the youngest spouse yeah. and so we choose to do this for the youngest spouse right. and so sometimes somebody looks and goes well if i planned out till age 100 in case i live that long you know um that's x amount of years i should be okay but you're you've got my plan going way longer and i say yeah because your spouse is 13, 14, 15 years, you're younger. Yeah. And, and they, oh, okay, that makes sense. I always say, you're not the limiting factor. You can live till 130 and you'll be fine. But it, you gotta, we gotta get your spouse to age 100. Yeah, it, it, it's huge. And it, it's key that you build your collective retirement plan and your savings target. That's going to affect how much you save now. Uh, if you're not retired yet with the life expectancy of that younger spouse of mine. So it, it's, it's just going to help ensure that there's adequate income and assets later in life when they might be a widow or, or widower. So if you happen to follow an age-based asset allocation guideline, be sure you're using the younger spouse's age. Um, r- r- really, that's key. I mean, n- nobody wants – what I find is when people are getting towards the end of their life, and, and we talk about marriage counseling. I did counseling for a long time. Um, when people get to the end of their life, the one thing that brings joy is if they think the people that are leaving behind are okay. Yeah. So let's plan for, for that. Right. Well, and also there's other things to keep in mind and, and consideration with a plan with the younger spouse. RMDs are different. Required minimum distributions are different with spouses that are younger. Yeah. 
uh, 10 years or more. So there's other factors involved, taxation. There, there's, a, there's a lot of things. So definitely plan for that. And the other thing that I tend to find clients like to do when it comes to retirement, if they're both working, is to stagger a retirement time frame. If it, it's a great romantic idea of both of us, we are going to, you know, give the one finger salute, hold hands, skipping through the <laughs> parking lot, and we are just walking off into We're the retiring distance into retirement. Yeah. And for some people, that works just fine. If you've got a plan that you are very comfortable with, that you know what's happening, you know what the structure is, and you are mentally prepared, both of you, to walk out that door, great. If not, it sometimes helps to have one income coming in while you're getting comfortable with what your retirement plan looks like. And then have that work until the resentment gets too large and the working <laughs> spouse is sick and tired of seeing the other spouse sleeping at you know 8.30 as they're going off to work. So sometimes it helps to stagger a little bit what your retirement dates look like. Yeah, I'm sure Sarah's listening to this thing and that, okay, Ben, I'm going to hear this when I get home. She's going to say, Ben said I could retire first. I'm going to say, no, I'm 15 years or older. I, oh, I've I, already talked to her about this, Matt. Yes, she can retire first. Okay. Oh, well, gosh. There go. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I'm in trouble. Yep. Yeah, let, let, let's, let's talk about this last one real quick. And this has to do with maximizing your Social Security benefits. So we've talked about this. In May of 2016, the what was known as file and suspend loophole was phased out. So this strategy had been used by couples to increase Social Security security benefits, it kind of took advantage of a spousal benefit and then delayed retirement credits at the same time. So if you're born after 1954 or later, yeah, that, that that's not there anymore. Uh, there are ways that you can perhaps pull your own social security and then later switch to spousal benefits if, you're, if your spouse is not yet drawn, uh, so you're waiting, and then later they do. But these are all strategies that we're going we're gonna to work with. So um, th these are just a few few areas you want to make it a team effort and if you're if you're listening you think yeah th these are things that myself my significant other we ought to talk through a little bit more and you want to sit down and talk that's what we're here for ben and i we always leave a couple handfuls of spaces in our calendar each week for our listeners so give us a call get on our calendar you'll meet with either ben or myself and we can do it in person in Bellevue or over in Mount Lake Terrace, or we can even meet remotely. If you call now, you're going to get a copy of Ben's book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. And uh, yeah, get on our calendar. Let's sit down. Let's talk about what makes the best sense for you and your significant Yeah, other. let me give you that phone number. Absolutely. 877-249-6900. No cost or no obligation. First step, sit down with Ben and Matt. If something we've been talking about resonates with you, you feel need to get that second opinion, I want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals, a very important risk tolerance we talk about. Pick up the phone, do it right now, leave your name and number. Somebody at SoundPath Retirement Strategies will get back with you first thing Monday morning, 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Do it now. Take a short break. Be back with more of Ben and Matt and Sound Path to Retirement in just a moment. What's up next? For many Americans, saving for retirement is not on the front burn burner, so to speak. So we've got some signs that you probably want to avoid and tips to help you be successful. Welcome back to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. The show is Sound Path to Retirement with me, Ben Kobo, Matt Lieberger, with us each week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. If you're just joining us, a little bit about Ben and Matt. They're both fiduciaries. By law, have to have the best interest of their clients. Very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. Each week on the show, we talk about things that really, really are important, whether you're in that retirement red zone or maybe retired already. 
retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, asset protection, long-term care, Social Security, and so much more. All right, let's uh, dive into segment three here. So if saving for retirement hasn't been a prior to now, chances are you got some time to turn things around. So in the style of comedian Jeff Foxworthy, we put together a list you can call. You might not be able to retire if. The good news is we got solutions to help you get a better path. So, so let's start out with this one. So you might not be able to retire if you're looking for that quick retirement fix because it really doesn't exist. Am I right, guys? It's about timing. And the more time that you have in investments in the market, the more you're able to put in is significantly better. I mean, you are much better off by putting less money in at 20 than putting a whole bunch of money in at 50. And so you typically are going to want to start early and retire or save consistently. So quick fixes are uh, just don't usually happen outside of a lottery win which great that's a that's a pretty quick fix i'm working on that as yeah. long as you change whatever mindset that got you to the point where you didn't have assets before the lottery that's where a lot of people end up going bankrupt from winning those types of of jackpots so the quick fix is not there but that doesn't mean that all is lost and that you're not going to be able to retire or it's not going to be available for you it just means that there's going to need to be trade-offs so if you got yourself to 16 you just don't have a lot of assets there then the trade-off is going to be you're not going to be able to dictate really where you live. You're not going to be able to dictate some of the travel habits that you're going to be able to have. But the trade-off was that you didn't have to save when you were younger, so maybe you did other things that hopefully created a fulfilling life at that point. Now, if you saved a whole lot and now you're at retirement, well, the trade-off is now you have more options, more options of where to live, where to travel, that type of thing. So I don't like to view these things as positive and negatives. I like to view it as more just a trade-off. And which one's most important to you is what really matters. So yes, if you're looking for a quick fix, it doesn't happen, but it doesn't mean that retirement is out of reach. It just means that you're going to have to realize that the trade-off is going to be out of your control a bit. Yeah, I, I had a client come in not too long ago, and uh, they had taken a home equity line of credit you know, loan, and they invested in something that they assured me was a sure thing. It was, gonna, it was a guaranteed 30, 30% return. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I hope for the best for them. I really do. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's something where it, it just, uh, gosh, it's, I get it. People are looking for a quick fix. I mean, for me, I'm just putting everything in Bitcoin. So, <laughs> well, I actually had a guy that, that, uh, I met with a, a handful of years ago. Oh man. It might've been like six or seven years ago where he came in and said, you know, asking what his retirement plan was. And he had not a whole lot of money. He, he didn't have huge high paying jobs. And he said, yeah, but I'm not really worried about retirement. I'm going to have plenty of assets. And the amount that he wanted to spend was much more than what he could actually support. So we're saying, well, what does that, what does that mean? What does that look like? And he said, well, I know every third string running back on every NFL team. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, and what does that he's going to Vegas. And, and I'm like, well, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, what what yeah. do you, what do you, what do you mean? He says, well, I know that if the starting running back's injured, I know who the second running back is. I know the third running back is. So betting on NFL games is easy. I, I know what this is going to look like and, and how it's going to win. And that's what my retirement plan is going to look like. <laughs> Are you serious? And as a retirement advisor, I'm sitting here across the table going, I don't even know how to respond to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless for one of the very few times of my life. Yeah. Hey, he has a plan. He, you know, you know, not he a has good, a plan. Maybe not a good maybe plan. Gary, <laughs> yeah. Maybe when Gary talks about the plan, we need to start specifying right. what we're talking about. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know how that's worked out for him. Yeah. I, ho- I hope he's doing fine. Hey, I hope he's doing well, but ben, there's nothing I can do with that plan. Yeah, don't you talk about uranium mines in Peru from time to time? I know you think you I, I sure that. do. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I sure do. Well, and, and, and let's talk about the next one. Listen, this has to do with spending without a plan. And I mean, a real plan now, not, not, not betting on 
NFL, right. but uh, spending a, a, a gosh, another sign that you'll probably never retire or be happy in your retirement is that you're spending your income as soon as it comes in. Now, this the, I want to qualify this a little bit, but this, this has to do with you know whatever you're spending your excess funds on: cars, boats, homes that you can't afford, yeah. fancy vacations. Now, let me say there is nothing wrong, inherently wrong in and of itself with homes, cars, boats, or taking a vacation or spending or spending. Yeah. Let's, let's make sure that, you know, spending the money that you've earned and enjoying life is not, is not the boogeyman, right? The key is, um, do you have a plan as you do it? So, you know, take that vacation, but I promise you, if you actually have a plan and you take it, you'll, you'll enjoy it more. Actually, if you if you're there, I've had people sit down across the table from me. And one of the things they love about the plans that Ben and I create is they know how much they can spend each year. They know that it, it, it the plan accounts for inflation every yeah. year all the way through. And they know the vacation they're planning on in three summers from now. They know they can do it whether the market goes up or down. Right. And and, and sometimes we've looked and they say, well, that that's more than what what we normally do now. Yeah. And I say, well, you can afford it. Really? So I've sat there and said, yes, take that vacation and don't feel guilty. Right. Actually go there and enjoy it. Enjoy the sun, buy the martini, eat the nice steak. And and the smile on their face is amazing. Mm-hmm. So it all I'm talking about is spinning without a plan and that's very dangerous. But with a plan, it's very freeing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you a quick story, a personal story. Uh, years ago when I was in my, uh, well, not that many years ago. I don't want to tip off my age here, but I was in my mid-40s, and I, uh, I had to have a new car every year, every other year. That was my that was my thing. My wife had to buy jewelry every other year, but I was the new car mm-hmm. guy. So, you know, so I get that brand-new Lexus, drove it for two years. I go, well, this is nice. I think I'll get the BMW. Get the BMW two years. And what happens is, uh, you know, cars depreciate, and uh, so they're more than happy to roll the uh, bad debt into your next car loan, you know. So right. you do that. Yeah, two or course. three times. The next thing you wind up with a $700 car payment for a Mercury Mountaineer, which is a nice car. <laughs> don't get me wrong. And this happened in this happened in Maple Valley that my son uh, flipped that car and totaled it. Thank goodness he wasn't hurt. Uh, but it, the insurance penalty paid just enough to get out even. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was crazy. So you do you have to watch your spending. You do have to uh, spend with a plan. But that's why I'm still working because I didn't have a plan, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so get a grip, get a plan. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. With me is Ben Koble and Matt Lieberger. And the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I want to give you the phone number, get on the calendar. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Do it now while you're thinking about it. Thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. So we're going through uh, the Jeff Foxworthy things. You may not be able to retire if... Paying off your debt is not priority. We talk about this a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this kind of goes back with the spending side of it, too, is that if you don't have a plan on how you're spending your money, then you're going to either overspend or underspend. One of those is significantly more dangerous. But when it comes to the debt side, if you're not paying off the right debt that you – there's some debt, that's fine, but you need to pay off specific debts as you get towards retirement. Hopefully retire without credit card debt, without medical debt, without car loans. Those typically are higher interest rate debts that you want to avoid but before you get into retirement. Now, mortgages is something that we typically get asked about all the time. Should I pay off my mortgage? And the short answer is no. You should keep the mortgage and 
reinvest the excess. That's going to get you the most bang for your buck, typically speaking, especially when we have interest rates at 5%, 4%, whatever it is. And a lot of us have interest on our homes at 2 3 maybe 4%. Then, yes, it makes a whole lot more sense for you to invest those funds as opposed to paying off that debt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've said it before. I, I made the mistake of borrowing some lunch money from Gary years back. And with the with the interest rate he charges, I'll do anything now. I'm, I'm still in. I'm yeah. still into him. Well, it, well, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to, <laughs> don't, happy don't do to it. handle that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Uh, you know, uh, the next one I'd look at, you know, you, you may not be, be able to retire if is if you live paycheck to paycheck. And and now I know that some people driving the car right now just cringed when they heard me say that because I'm not trying to rub salt on an open wound when I when I say this. Um, it's just that if people have if people have the ability to earn more than they need, then they have the ability to retire well. And and this this is just put it on a bumper sticker and just understand it's as simple as that. So I like looking at creative ways. Now, Ben and I generally work with retirees, but I'm going to speak a little bit if, if you're if you're not retired yet and you're thinking ahead of time. Um, find creative ways to increase your income a little bit. And, and that couples with lowering your spending a little bit to where you get that delta difference that you can put away. Uh, I'll, I'll give one example, and I won't hit this too much again because we focus on retirees here. But um, I, I've known couples where one of them may choose to stay at home, be a stay-at-home parent. And after the kids were raised or perhaps in school, they just didn't need, you know, they, they didn't need oversight. Uh, the person who was a stay-at-home parent thought, okay, well, I'm now in my 30s, maybe approaching 40. Um I, I guess I don't need to be retired right now. Maybe I will go back to work and whatever I get is just going to be something that this is just slush fund for retirement. Yeah. And, and it may be just a part-time job with something they love. It doesn't have to be a, a career. I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying there's creative ways to think about it. So if you're listening to us and you're a young person right now, I know we don't always speak to you, but I am speaking to you. Find ways, especially if you're a couple, find ways that you can increase a little bit what you're bringing in and focus on saving that. Like Ben said earlier for the long term. it's not about putting a lump sum in when you're 50, 55. It's about saving early and, and saving over long-term yeah, and saving consistently. Yeah. Well, and this is what Matt and I really help with is we help structure plans that show the light at the end of the tunnel, that show what the income is going to look like. Make sure that we're not overspending or underspending. You want to make sure that whatever plan you create for retirement has a reliable source of income for you. So stabilized, protected principal type of type of conversations. I typically like to structure it in a ladder. And so I don't like life annuities. I don't like the 4% rule. I like a more mathematical approach, a more consistent approach through doing laddered protected principled vehicles. And that's how you can get a very stabilized income while also still maintaining high growth in your in your long-term buckets, long-term accounts. Now, if this sounds something interesting to you and you don't have a plan or you're not sure what that plan looks like and you're not sure what kind of fees you're paying or any of that dynamic, shoot us a call. Matt and I leave a handful of spots open to talk with our listeners and to go through a completely complimentary review of where they're at. If there's something we can help with, great. Matt and I end up charging hourly rate for our services. We do not charge a percent management fee. So that helps for clients that have typically higher net worth. If you have $200,000 to your name, then most likely a percent management fee is the best bet for you. But if you're over $800,000, then hourly rate typically helps quite a bit more, lowering your, your fee expense and creating a holistic view of what you have that works. Keep it what you don't have. Let's look at what other options that we've got to end up fleshing out the entirety of the plan. So shoot us a call and we'll get you on the calendar, either remote or in person. You'll be meeting with either Matt or myself. We do not outsource this to any of the other planners at SoundPath. It is just one of us two. And we will be able to go through that completely complimentary review for you. Now, you're not going to get a live person when you shoot a call. 
It's going to go to voicemail. Leave a message. We'll shoot you a call first thing Monday to get you on the calendar. Yeah, because Matt and I are the only ones who work over the weekend. That's it. Okay. Our goal at the show is to help you make the best decision. So anything we've been talking about here resonates with you. It may apply to your own situation. Simply pick up the phone and call this number, 877-249-6900. No cost or no obligation. And that number again, 877-249-6900. Do it right now while you have a chance, all right? And we're going to take a short break. Be back with more of Ben and Matt in just a minute. Sound path to retirement. What's up next, guys? It's been a busy week for listeners sending questions. We've got the answers right after this. Welcome back to the show. This is Soundpath Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. And back with us to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. They've helped hundreds of clients achieve their retirement goals over the years. They're both fiduciaries. By law, have to have the best interest of their clients. And it's a very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. Each week on the show, we talk about wealth accumulation strategies, asset protection, long-term care, Social Security, and so much more. So thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Let's get to our questions that came in to us. Frank from Bellevue. I will retire later this year with $200,000, in my 401k, a $3,000 a month pension and Social Security benefits. Should I use my 401k to pay off my $85,000 mortgage, which will cut my living expenses in half? Frank, uh, great question. Um, you know, I, gosh, my, my, my short answer is no, but I'd want to see some details first. We, ben hit on this earlier in the show. So, Frank, if you're listening earlier in the show, you'll, you'll, you'll understand this. Um, there's a couple issues with paying it off. Number one is if your mortgage is at a low interest rate because you were brilliant and you refied in 2020 when you know uh, interest rates were amazing, then gosh, what you could do with that 210,000 in investments, you know, the return you can get on that might be uh, a lot larger than what you would save in paying off your mortgage. So for that, you kind of want to look at the delta difference. You want to look at that arbitrage and think, so it may be a bad financial decision to pay it off. Uh, other things to look at as well is uh, that's a big chunk out of that 401k, that tax deferred money that you've worked hard to save. So, you know, you've got social security that you want to add to your pension, but the real issue is, while I don't believe in the boogeyman that says Social Security is going to go away in the future, it's something where I still don't like depleting a huge amount of assets and then relying on that stream of payment with Social Security as well. So I'd be careful with that. The, the other thing I would say is, depending on your age, Frank, when you're retiring, if you're retiring at the end of this year and you happen to be retired a little early, you didn't give your age here, but if it's, if it's something where Social Security is not wise to take right away, well, gosh, you're going to be living on that 210000 So this is something where we would want to sit down. Let's create a plan to see where your income could come from, create a distribution strategy, and then make the wisest decision from there. Yeah, and if he's not 65 yet, you've got to worry about covering that that gap before you get to Medicare, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, and that's a big gap. Yeah, that could be very expensive. We know it can be up to $1,000 a month or, or maybe uh, more. All right, let's get to Sarah in Seattle. I'm a 64 single woman trying to – get out of some debt, get rid of my debt. I want to take $125,000 out of my IRA to pay off my mortgage, and everyone tells me not to do it. You think it's a bad idea? Similar uh, question from uh, Sarah. What do we have for yeah. Sarah? Well, I'll, I'll touch on a couple other things that Matt wasn't addressing with Frank, but it applies to both these situations. Uh, so first off, when it comes to paying off a mortgage, I get this with clients that come in 
and will say, hey, I'm paying a, a third payment every other month on my mortgage. I'm trying to pay it down quicker. The way that mortgages work is uh, the first half of the mortgage payment, the first 15 years of a 30-year mortgage, is mostly interest. You're not paying very much on the principal. The last 15 years, it starts to get more and more principal. So if you have 125000 left on your mortgage and you've got 10 years left on a 30-year, it's essentially just paying back the principal of it now. So taking that money and putting it into the mortgage does not get you really any benefit, very, very little, very small benefit saving on the interest rate. When you pay an extra payment every other month, all you're doing is just shortening the time it takes for that mortgage to get paid. You're not significantly impacting the interest payments that happen because again, it's amortized so heavily in the first handful of years, first half of that mortgage. So you're not saving a whole lot of money by going into the mortgage side, but this is also something that is common from previous generations. So grandparents' generations saying, hey, retire with a pension and retire with no housing debt mm-hmm. and you're fine. Yeah, It was a different generation, much different. Nowadays, it's not the same. We're not looking at a pension as being something that's viable for most people. And housing debt can actually work in your favor now that they've changed how um, amortization of that, that housing expense works. So no, it's probably a very bad idea to pay off that mortgage right now. Not to mention the fact that 125000 from your IRA means that you're getting taxed $125,000 in this year as a distribution from that IRA. So you're going to be paying significantly higher taxes than you probably would have otherwise. Yeah. So for all those reasons, it's not a probably not a great idea. But of course, we could take a look at your specific situation. I always call it the two ways that people make financial choices. The first one is what's the best financial decision? In this case, the best financial decision is to carry the mortgage. The second way people make decisions is what gets me sleeping better at night. Mm -hmm. And if you just don't want the debt because you hate debt and your plan can still functionally work for the retirement that you need net of that 125,000 going to the mortgage, then fine. As long as you know the pros and cons of both sides of this and you know what the trade-off is, then great, make that decision. If you don't know the trade-off, well, then probably need to do a little bit more research, a little more work on it. Yeah, I mean, let's. I think it comes down to the math, to be honest with you. But I totally understand it. You know, as a baby boomer, I'd watched uh, my parents and aunts and uncles. You know, we'd had parties where they'd pay off their mortgage and they, you know, they burn the mortgage papers and everything mm-hmm. else. But here's the other thing too. Back, let's say in the '80s, your mortgage rates were 15 to 20 percent. It was huge, so right. it was an advantage to pay off the uh, mortgage back then. Now, with interest rates so low, uh, it doesn't make a, a whole lot of sense. And if you pay, They've got mortgages, what, in the last 10 years or so? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I want to remind everybody, the show is Sound Path Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with me, Ben Colville, Matt Lieberger, with us each week at this time. Thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Let me give you the phone number. Get on the calendar. Get yourself all set up with that comprehensive plan. No cost or no obligation. So what are you waiting for? We made it through all of January, and you haven't done this yet. You made it as part of your New Year's resolution to get yourself in Great financial shape this year. So here's that phone number, 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Leave your name and number. Somebody get back to you first thing on Monday morning. Okay, let's get to George in Kirkland. This sounds like me. The whole idea of not working anymore really makes me nervous about our financial future. I've worked for over 50 years, and I can't imagine just stopping. How do I know? 
that the resources I've accumulated will meet our needs for the rest of your lives, our lives. Yeah. Thanks George for the question. Um, gosh, it, retirement will make anyone nervous. George, you, you are not alone. Well, retirement's an interesting state of being, because again, I said earlier in the show, the last time we were at a place in our lives where we didn't work and had no thought of working in the future, all we thought about was just enjoying life. We were probably in third grade, right? I mean, after that, everyone's preparing you for work or you're working. So yeah, it, it we've never been retired before. It, it can be nerve wracking. Um, add that to George, what I, what I feel, I feel kind of, okay, here's the counselor in, in me. I, I feel a little bit of str- more heavy stress in the question when you use the word our, uh, you're saying I've been working this whole time, but I'm nervous about our financial future and whether if I retire now, will it meet our needs? So I'm going to assume George, you're thinking of other people. You're thinking of family members, whether a spouse, maybe you still have, um, dependents that, 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 you know, look to you. And that also adds a heavy burden for a lot of people. So I get it. Um, I understand. And this is the reason why it's so important to see somebody who focuses and specializes in retirement planning. This is why Ben and I do what we do. This is why SoundPath exists. Um, There's a lot of people out there that will take a 30-year-old's money and throw it into the stock market. But finding somebody who says, no, this is a a new game plan. Uh, When you retire, it's a whole new game. This isn't this isn't, you know, playing three on three pickup basketball outside. This is playing in the NFL. It's a whole different game and a whole different strategy. So we're going from and a whole different sport and a whole different sport. Yeah, yeah I tried to make it as different as I yeah, could. You I did. Liked it. Yeah, I was good. I should. <laughs> um, I, I'll say this: it, it's you're going to an idea of just putting money away. Now you have to think about these other areas. You have to think: I, I need income. I need to still get my growth. I need to deal with taxes. I need to deal with longevity and how far I'm going to go. So there's five areas of planning that Ben and I focus on in our retirement planning and that's income planning right we got to make sure the income's there for exactly what you're stressing about and what you're nervous about we got to deal with tax planning uh estate planning insurance planning and then investment planning so come see us let's make sure we get you something that make that relieves that nervousness all right george sarah and frank thank you so much for your questions we're kind of up against the clock guys so uh final thoughts before we wrap up the show yeah. Well, if these questions have sparked it, you know, more questions in your mind, whether you've had these same thoughts, maybe you've been as nervous as George, maybe you've wondered about paying off your mortgage uh, like Sarah and Frank, uh, or maybe there's something else in this show that's, that's sparked an interest in you uh, that you want to sit down and you want to talk. You want to talk with people that focus and specialize in this area of life. Then give us a call. Sit down with either Ben or myself. We can do it in person or we can do it remote. And we will go over those five areas. We will talk income strategy. We will talk tax planning. If you don't take taxes as a consideration into your retirement plan, uh, it's very possible you could be leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. So we'll talk that. We'll talk estate planning, insurance planning, and of course, income planning. So uh, give us a call. If you call now, you're going to get a copy of Ben's book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. But more importantly, when you call now, you'll get on one of our calendars. Uh, and we'll sit down and we'll begin to answer your questions and create a plan for you. So we look forward to talking to you. All right. Great advice, Matt. I want to give that phone number out so everybody has it handy. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Folks, no cost, no obligation. Get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax applications will be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. Nothing changes till you pick up the phone 
because you really deserve a more confident way to retire. You want to be stress-free. You want a peace of mind when you move into retirement. Let me give you that phone number, 877-249-6900. And Ben and Matt tell you that uh, you're going to get voicemail. And they don't have folks working uh, in the office over the weekend. So leave your name and number. Get back to your first thing on Monday morning, 877-249-6900. Do it right now. All right, the show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. We hope you found the information helpful and look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics and new questions right here on Sound Path for Retirement, plus more marriage advice from Ben and Matt, right? <laughs> it's a great <laughs> <Always>. show. <laughs> it's a great show. All right, guys, I, I totally enjoyed it. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Take care. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath Retirement Strategies and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires the review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. SoundPath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Advisory services offered through SoundPath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.